I adopted Ellis Island in a city of light and spire. I wandered to the valley of red hot steel and fire. We made the steel that built the cities from the Well, Abdul's heading to court, and this time it's for himself. 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here, and look who it is. He's an author, he's a broadcaster, he's the owner and operator of IndiePolitics.org. And a defendant. Yes, <laughs> yes. now this time the shoe is on the other foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one and only Abdul Hakeem Shabazz, hello, how are you? Uh, I'm not quite sure what to say about it, Mr. President, I'm not really quite sure. Okay, so normally we have you on Thursday, but this was kind of breaking news yesterday, and so I said we can't wait until Thursday, we got to have you on today, because the saga continues with our old friend, Honest Gabe Whitley, of course, uh, last week the big expose coming out on Gabe Whitley. Uh, about all of these, well, what do we call them, suspect donors, shall we say? Gabe Whitley running the 7th Congressional District for the right to lose to Andre Carson and a huge expose on him in the Indiana Capital Chronicle. Uh, donors that can't be found, a political consulting firm that can't be found, best friends that can't be found, and now he wants to take you to court. Exactly. Uh, yes, I got a notice in the mail uh, a couple days ago uh, requesting me, well, not really requesting, sort of notice that uh, I'm being, uh, a protective order had been filed against me. <laughs> a protective order? I was like, now, who would file a protective order against me except for my wife? That's the only person who would... Possibly me, but <laughs> yeah, go Yeah, on. yeah, and the people I work with, people who know me. So this is like, like when you say protective order, you're talking about something that is oftentimes reserved for hey, there's a husband and wife, and it's abusive relationship, and or a girlfriend and boyfriend. It's, it's, it's usually people who are, who are intimate partners. Yes. And who, who live together. Yes. It's not as most, as most as what happens with most protective orders. Is there something you want to tell us? Uh, he's not my type. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so t- so you get you get no because you have what do you have that thing that shows you what your what mail is coming yes. to you in advance Inform delivery yes and so you uh, there was a you because it's just code right you it doesn't say a protective order is coming your your way right. yeah it's a it's a little small card like hey you're being uh, you're got to show up in the court on Monday uh, March fourth or whatever at one thirty afternoon. Uh, for a protective order here, I'm like protective order here, I'm like what in the world? Like ah, it's Gabe Whitley. <laughs> like really, I'm and I'm really not quite sure why he would need a protective order against me because we've only we've never really met or spoken to each other. Right. That's kind of point number one. The closest we ever came to being sort of in the same room was at a couple sort of Republican type events. Uh, one was when I ran for mayor like years ago uh, when he was there, and there was a couple other things as well. But that was about it. We never. We never had any. We did. We did have a conversation with each other when he wrote some crap on his Facebook page. His, his news break. Who's your hive? Who's your inquirer? <laughs> website. Some, that, it's like the Michael Scott Paper Company, Casey. He just starts another one mm-hmm. and another one and another one. Yeah. So, but you. But there's not some. You're not hanging outside of Gabe's house, wherever that might be. Uh, you're not attempting to have uh, direct contact with Gabe via the telephone or in person. You're not following him around a Walmart somewhere. You want to be as far away from this guy, like many other people, as humanly possible. Exactly. And in the in the five seconds we did, because you did actually have contact, I basically said, hey, what you wrote was once again defamatory. You know, you need to take this crap down. Because he's because he's been writing all sorts of things about you, right? Yes. I, I, Would I, you I, like to share, like, just high level some of the things he's accused you of doing? Uh, one thing, he's accused of being a rapist, uh, <laughs> accused me of oh. using campaign finance report, campaign finance money to buy my wife a washer and dryer. Mm-hmm. Where she was like, where is this washer and dryer? Because I haven't seen a washer and dryer in this house in like five, six years. Like, yeah, the ones we bought at Sears like yeah. years ago. 
Uh, then a bunch of other uh, ridiculous crap. Also, I was accused of using my campaign finance money to make my car payment, uh-huh. which is impossible. Now, we did use campaign funds to have a, uh event over at the one car place, the silo. And like, okay, but that's not a car payment. That's just a rental facility, right. knucklehead. So it's my thing is he's listened to the voices in his head. And then what he did, which really ticked me off, and, and my thing is this. I frankly think, and this is just my opinion, is that Gabe has some serious mental health-related issues because only someone with mental health issues could write this stuff with with no consequence whatsoever. However, he filed a complaint against me with the Indiana Disciplinary Commission to have my law license oh, taken Oh, that's away, right, yeah. Saying I was bullying him and trying to intimidate him into settling, a, the, settling our lawsuit we filed, yeah. which was not true in any way, shape, or form what, whatsoever. And luckily, the Disciplinary Commission, our smart people, was dismissed I was like, okay, now you're trying to take the, the now you're trying to make, now you're messing with my money. Well, he's bizarrely obsessed with you, and I don't get it. Do you get what it is? I don't know. I, I guess I'm his white whale. So I <laughs> just, it's like, I, I, I've seen this play out. Or, or black whale, for that matter. <laughs> yeah. Can you explain to everybody what is a protective order? Yeah, so protective order basically means if there's, if there's a, is there are two people who live, usually, usually protective orders are issued for people who live together because either harassment, abuse or or something 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 along those lines and so you, you go to court you file for a protective order and if you live together use this issued right away but still that person has to go to court to defend themselves you can't just do sort of what's called an ex parte you know one party one party motion so in a nutshell that's what that is <clears throat> keeps people away from each other yeah in a nutshell it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of like having it's almost kind of like having a restraining order so what's gonna happen so this hearing you're it's public right monday is that right it is, it is monday at 1 i'm going to get a hold of the court this afternoon just just to double check and make sure because you can't you can't record it or public or broadcast it however court hearings are considered public unless the court says they're not public like you no know, children or sure or that type or, or really heinous crimes <clears throat> So I'm find out from the court this afternoon, uh, is is the hearing public? Because the hearing's on WebEx, right? Is what it is. And if the, if it can't be public, then what I'm going to do, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> is that uh, that weekend put the link up, yeah. on my Facebook and Twitter page, so I can but watch it. Yes, yeah, so anybody wants to watch this, mm-hmm. you can't record it, but. Feel free. Abdul is our guest. Uh, he's heading to court Monday. Uh, Honest Gabe Whitley, the congressional candidate who Capital Chronicle had that huge expose on uh, last week about all the uh, donors who can't be found and the political consulting firm that can't be found and friends that can't be found. Uh, he's he's trying to get a protective order <laughs> against Abdul. Um, and by the way, this has become a big joke at the state house these days. Well, what, with, what, with, with lots of lobbyists, like, hey, Abdul, stay 10 feet away from me. God. I got a protective order oh, against no. you. Well, well, he's a big joke. And it should be a big joke, but what what is he going to say? What what could he possibly say ab- about you in regards to a protective order? I don't know what he's going to say or what he could say. All I know is that it will be perjurious. <laughs> okay, so do you get to like cross examine him? Um, I'm not sure. <clears throat> I want to say I, he he presents his side, I present my side, and what I'm going to do. Basically, I'm not going to give the way, way the whole store. Is there's a record. If there's a record of harassment, yeah. Your Honor, it is not on my part. Right. Let's just put it that way. Uh, okay, so let's pivot to yesterday. He no-showed, he being Gabe Whitley, the hearing in front of the Indiana Election Commission where he had challenged and he had made a whole bunch of posts about this, about Biden's signatures mm-hmm. to get on the ballot. And Nikki Kelly was on with us yesterday and was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. He has way more than enough and signatures. And it was dismissed. And he, so he no-showed the hearing yesterday. No-showed. Now- 
you are familiar with the Indiana Election Division and Election Commission. Yes. If there had just recently been a very serious complaint against you to the Indiana Election Division, which, correct me if I'm wrong, they report to the Indiana Election Commission, would it be wise to file a complaint and then not even have the courtesy to show up or say, hey, I changed my mind? That You kind of wasted a lot of people's time who are about to really look into you. Rude. Well, one is uh, sort of they're sort of separate issues and to a certain degree, but it doesn't help. Let's put it that way. It, it goes once again to the credibility of the individual who's bringing the complaint. Now, it's one thing to withdraw your complaint because that's what uh, – some some folks did they they withdrew their complaints and that was it so you're not necessarily wasting right someone's time but to not show up at all it doesn't help yeah and he had posted multiple times about this and okay so we know the FEC has the information on this guy we know the Indian Election Division has the information on this guy you have reported that the FBI has the information on this guy and you, the Mary County prosecutor and you reported that the Mary County prosecutor has the information on this guy somebody's got to do something right because the evidence appears to be so overwhelming well let's put it this way it was it was just one party I can see them like this is Indianapolis. It's just a guy who's going to lose whatever. But when it's like three or four different organizations who are looking at you, I'm thinking it's probably you. <laughs> All right. So Monday, it's like poker. If you can't find out who the sucker is at the table, it's probably you. Okay. So mo- it's Monday, one thirty. One thirty. You will let us know, and we will tweet that information out. If indeed we can watch you, yes, Casey. Do you feel weird about putting this out there? Mm, not necessarily. Because I, I, it's a story of my life. Something weird, something stupid, something crazy happens. I, I will say this, though. When I told the lovely Mrs. Shabazz about this, she was not happy at all. Yeah, But not at you. No, I mean, no, she... no. Let's put it this way. The female is the much more dangerous of the species. Mm-hmm. And my lovely <laughs> wife turned into a character from a Tyler Perry film. I, and it's just the whole... And we've been at, we've been at this, and Abdul back me up with this. We've been at this with this guy for two years now. Yeah. And it's so nice that it's finally coming out into the public, the stuff that we have found and been dealing with. And his response is, just keeps getting more and more bizarre that's why i think mr Ridley has some serious mental health issues and i hope he gets the help that he needs or is committed or convicted now maybe maybe here's one good thing that may come out of this maybe uh gabe's really good friend spencer mcdaniel who no one can seem to locate maybe he will be at this hearing as a character witness on gabe's behalf and we'll finally get to meet uh, I don't want to use words like imagine. Imag- yes, thank you. That's the, the elusive Spencer McDaniel. Maybe that will finally come out of this hearing. Well, there's a theory out there that Spencer McDaniel is actually sort of a pseudonym uh, for Gabe Whitley, and they're actually the same people. Well, maybe you could ask him about that if you're allowed to ask questions. We will. Uh, all right. We'll keep it. We'll keep, we'll keep it. Uh, only in America, my yeah, friends. Oh, my goodness. The one and only Abdullah Kim Shabazz. Thank you.